Welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my badass bitch, Master John Lord Bow Johnny Hotcakes. Yay! Me! Ooh. Yeah. That sounded. Vibretto in that. Yeah, that was operatic <laughs> right there. Ooh. <laughs> Carnegie Hall, look out. Here comes John. <laughs> or, or the shower, watch out, because if I, if I do that in the shower, I might come in there too. I was going to say, isn't that what you sound like when you orgasm? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, John, I have to tell you this really funny story. All right. Okay. If it's so, not funny, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, right. you're going to fucking laugh even if it's not. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. You're going to make me laugh? And part of our live studio audience tonight is uh, Miss Dragonling. Yes. <laughs> Quietly in the corner. And, and do I score this? Yes. Please do. <laughs> please. Because last night I was telling the story, and you're like, okay, where's the BDSM to it? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh this was the one when I said, can we jump to the conclusion? <laughs> yeah. But this isn't the same story. Okay. This is a whole other story. What's interesting is people always call me, and they want to talk to me about sessions, and they want to ask me about, hey, do you offer this? Or, hey, can you do this? Well, this guy calls me, and he's like, hey... I have this fetish, you know, I'll start off by telling you I don't live there locally, but I'm coming to visit soon. And he's like, I have this fetish that I want to be put in a garbage bag and then taped up, basically forced to do it, and then be put in a garbage can and be forced to stay there and until someone releases me or if I can escape. Do we get to call him Oscar the Grouch? <laughs> right? <laughs> I wish I could do that impersonation. Uh, <laughs> but um, point being is I'm like listening to, the, to this actual, you know, proposal of what he would want done. You know what we should do? We should take him out to the edge of the road uh-huh. and let the garbage truck come That's by. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen to this guy. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm already, oh my God, he, the, the whole machine's going to... Yeah, we can't actually let him, he'll die. <laughs> he'll get smashed in there. Yeah. But let him hear the garbage truck coming up before we go over there and rescue him. That's a bit of BDSM right there. Right? So, needless to say... I've been thinking about buying a garbage truck anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, we Good need to go ahead and buy one. <laughs> so, when he told me this, the funny thing of it was, is I actually read a similar story on Gagged Utopia. And there was a story where this guy had a fetish where his wife said, you're not good enough for me anymore. You're going in the garbage bag. And she literally started duct taping him and put more plastic bags <laughs> over him until he was so taped up that all she gave him was a breathing hole. And so it was, it was a bit like a back bed. Yeah. So it was, it was a storyline, but she never let him escape. And so he ended up. And I was doing a session at the time of all times. And I told him, I said, you know, you have five minutes. This is how much you have time for, you know, this is how much I have time for you. And so I give him this whole spiel like, yeah, we can accommodate that. That, yes, we can put you in a garbage can. Yes, da, 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 da. So anyway, we hang up. I go commence back to what I was doing. Coincidentally, I had somebody in the back bed. <laughs> <laughs> Looking so right. <laughs> And so I then get another phone call and I was like, motherfucker. And I saw it was his number. And so I picked up the phone and he started giving me the same spiel 
all over again, not realizing that he just called me. And I said, you realize, motherfucker, you just called me. You just gave me this whole spiel. I communicated to you that's something I could do for you. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to waste your time. I said, no, what you're doing is you're trying to fulfill your little jack-off fantasy. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I said, I'm not doing that. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I'm just shopping around. I said, no. (laughs) No, you're too long in the tooth for that. (laughs) Exactly. So I hung up on him, but I did tell him, I, I texted him back, and I said, you will never find a dungeon like mine in this area and doing what I'm going to offer to do for you. I said, you're wasting my time and your time. Mm -hmm. And I said, and by the way, go on Gag Utopia. That story that you're talking about is on there. He's like, did you write that story on there about me? I'm like, in five minutes? Like, What? 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 Are you completely insane? And he's probably jacking off on the other end. He wanted you to say, yes, I wrote that story about you. Yes. And then I said, my God, you're such a pussy. Because he's like, oh, please don't text me. I don't want my fiance to see text messages from this number. Then fucking delete it. Right? Dumbass. Just block the number in that part. He he wants you to text him. Yes. (laughs) It's like, gosh. Don't text me, you know, that's part of the fantasy. You know, so I kind of want to wait for April Fool's to come around and be like, text him randomly and say, Oh my God. Hey. You ready to get the trash can, motherfucker? Yes, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Got my bags ready, bitch. (laughs) So, yeah, those are the kind of, you know, phone calls that I get randomly that I always find interesting. So... John, speaking of... Speaking of fucked up shit that's going to make you take anxiety medication. There you go. <laughs> Let's talk about it, shall Let's we? Let's talk about it. All right. How to do it. How to do it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> uh, my husband's kink has driven me to take anxiety medication. Really? Wow. Isn't that crazy? I want him to be himself, but this is a complete turnoff for me. Wow. So let's read some of these emails. Okay. Okay. You want to do it? I don't know how to do it. Do it, John. Do it. (laughs) Dear how to do it. My husband and I have been happily married for 16 years and together for 17. We have four amazing children. Our sex life has always been amazing. Never boring. We have worked to keep things interesting and make intimacy with each other a priority. Within the past year, we have he has revealed to me that he has fantasies about dressing up as a woman in the bedroom. I made sure my reaction wasn't off-putting and took time to think about it. I decided to give it a go. When the kids were out, he got dressed up in a skirt, underwear, bra, and one of my shirts. We had sex. He loved it a lot. I acted excited, but I was still trying to process it. Over the past few months, it's gained more and more momentum. He even tried out some of my makeup at one point and has several pairs of his own high heels. And he bought me a strap-on to use on him. He says he has no interest in dressing like this in public. He's also very adamantly straight. I'm having a really difficult time sorting out my feelings with this. It is not in any way a turn on for me. It is actually a complete turn off. But I don't want him to have to hide a part of himself from me. I want him to be free to be himself with me 100%. I just don't know what to, what to do to be all right with all this. This is causing me a lot of anxiety. I've started taking anxiety medication because of this. And I feel this could change our relationship whether I say something or not. And I don't know what to do. 
Wow. So, yeah. So you like cross-dressers. I do. I love cross-dressers. But so here's the thing. So let's break this down. The fact that she's already taking anxiety medication and blaming him for it, that's a problem. I mean, I think she needs to process things. Well, I think the problem started before the anxiety medication. There you go. Well, not just her anxiety. There's a lot of problems in the story. There is a lot of problems. So, you know, they've been married for a long time. She obviously loves her husband. They love each other. They have a great sex life. Sure. He says he wants to try something. She says okay that she's not okay with. Yeah. That was the first problem. Yeah. She he was honest and she wasn't. Yes. So it's it's not gonna work. No. I mean we can talk about cross dressing, but if one of the partners isn't being honest with the how they feel, it's not gonna work. Yeah. I did it for him, I pretended to like it. Pretending to like it's not doing anybody any favors. No, it's not. So it's like Rick. Yeah. So, yeah. So we talked to Rick a few times. Yeah. And you know, he had a lot of anxiety. And we our final advice was Rick, be true to yourself. And if you your relationship doesn't make it through, then you weren't meant to be together. Clearly. So but he's happy now. He's found a new partner. He's extremely happy now. But they've been honest with each other from the beginning. They both accept that she likes it. Yeah, she really does. Yeah. So Really and truly. All right. Interesting, huh? I guess so. <laughs> I'm interested. Are you interested? All right, so here's the next one. Okay, we just talked about lying, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. This is great. <laughs> it is great. I'm just kidding. I'm you interested. know I love cross-dressers. Um, but, you know, I try to think of myself in that position. I mean, I do it professionally. I deal with that. But if my husband said, yeah, I kind of want to dress up as a cross-dresser... I'd kind of be like, um, um, I have to think about it. Right. You know, you do it to other really, people. Yeah, I do it to other people. You don't make you don't make your husband into a sissy. No, I do not. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could do it either. Honestly, as much as I've you know explored it with other people, I think it personally, because I think there's different emotions involved. In it, that. It, it really there is. There is emotions involved. There you go. Yeah. That's your man. Yeah. You want to be a man. Yeah. 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 A lot of women can't handle it. So, I'm a 31-year-old woman who's been in a relationship with a 29-year-old man for the past two and a half years. For the first three months of our relationship, we had pretty good sex. Not as good as my previous relationship, as I'm a sub, and that's not what my current partner is into. But the rest of the relationship was better, so I was happy. Then, suddenly, the sex dropped off quite drastically, not at my choice. I fretted and tried to figure out what had changed or what I was doing wrong. It was quite a source of stress for me. I tried to talk about it many times, but was shut down. Eventually, through some snooping, I discovered that he has a foot fetish. I didn't bring it up with the idea of giving him time to feel comfortable with telling me, but he never did. Then, about a year ago, through more snooping, I found out he'd been going to foot worship sessions during our so-called monogamous relationship. I was very upset and told him what I had found and considered ending the relationship, but, but figured that now everything was out in the open. Things might get better. Our level of communication improved for a while. He told me that he feels hugely embarrassed about his fetish, and didn't think anyone would stay with him once it came out, and that no previous girlfriends had known about it. But now, 
We rarely have sex and have stopped talking about it, and I've given up. I suppose I feel a bit resentful about always being the person trying to fix things. I know he's the way he is, and as a result of a childhood that made him feel generally ashamed of who he is, and I don't want to contribute to that even more, I know that he still views foot fetish material online. And when asked once if he would never go back with a foot, a foot worship session, he said, no, I'd be too worried that you'd find out. I'm also aware that there's a submissiveness to his fetish, and I'm no longer attracted to him because of it. I fantasize about having sex with a very macho partner, and any attempts he makes at initiating sex make me cringe because it feels like we're just so incompatible. Am I a bad person for wanting him to be more macho? Is there any way for us to work on this and make it better again? No, there's not. I was going to say no. <laughs> no. It's over. No. She's yeah. all, she said from the beginning she was submissive and that he didn't want a submissive partner. And then at the end, she found out he was submissive and yeah. she's not attracted to him anymore. Yeah. And yeah. he's hiding things. She feels like it's okay to snoop around. There's a lot of issues in this relationship. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of foot fetish guys over the years, and there was one guy, and he was coincidentally from Holland, and he said, you know, he was more in love with a woman's feet, and he married her just for her feet, oh, wow. and they weren't compatible, you know? Yeah. And so the marriage lasted less than two years. Yeah. You know, foot fetish guys, they, they, they like Baskin-Robbins, the 31 flavors, they will never get enough of feet, you know, and it doesn't matter. They want different feet. They're never monogamous to one pair of feet, you know. <laughs> it's strange, but right. it's true, you know. They want the variations, so, you know. And and the other thing with foot fetishes, yes, there's a submissive side. He might have had a fetish where it was him being like a mini, a little tiny, like, tic-tac. I used to have a guy, and he would call him the tic-tac man because he would fantasize that he was, I was like a monster, basically. And I was crushing him with my feet. Oh, wow. You know? That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? He said, yeah, you could crush me with your feet and then put me in your mouth and eat me. I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get my head around that one, but okay. That's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, they make videos of it. They do it. It's a whole, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, but I would definitely say just in the female side of that then yeah, yeah it's over then it's over gone. find somebody else find, find your dog exactly <laughs> you know and, and she also said you know the sex was pretty good and then it dropped off drastically yeah. you know anytime that happens and it you know it's happened to me sure you should be there, getting better there's, there's an issue yeah. there's an issue and she knew there was an issue but he wouldn't talk about it so that's that's another issue she will start snooping around, which is not, you know, it just starts oh, yeah. to That's compile. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Find somebody else. Yeah. And I hate when I talked, I've had girlfriends and they'll say, yeah, I have to check out his phone. Yeah. I have to check out, you know, his, his, um, his her search history on his trust computer. trust issues there. Yeah. It's, it's like, like what? Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, he's obviously hiding something. Yeah, she really. feels it. She feels it, but then she feels a need to know what it is, yeah. which over which overpowers all of her other. Yeah. And the, but there's something else more going on there yeah. before yes. that relationship that needs to possibly be addressed. Yes. Until she moves on to the next relationship. Yeah. Because 
you know, trust, trust, when you talk about this all the time in your know, podcast and everything, yeah. trust is the main thing it is. In, in BDSM. If you don't establish that at the beginning, then it's you're going to fall flat on your face down the line. Absolutely. And Absolutely. she says she wants a man that's macho. I understand what she's saying, but she's saying it the wrong way. Yeah. She wants a dominant man. Yeah. Saying I want somebody who's macho and, you know, I have, I have an issue with that. Just because, what does that even mean? You know, he needs to be a lumberjack and he needs to be this and he needs to be <laughs> yeah. this big strong man all the time or I'm not going to be happy and I'm not going to have something. That's not, that's not what a human is. No, not at all. You know, that's a, that's a movie character that you saw. Exactly. So, she wants a dominant man that's going to tell her what to do in the bedroom. Yeah. But saying, I want somebody who's macho, I want Hulk Hogan or the rock yeah. to be this imaginary person all the time and never have feelings and never have needs and wants and desires that's uh, not okay well maybe that's the, her journey into understanding the BDSM lifestyle True. that her confusion is hey I'm looking for this macho man actually that, what you're saying is you want in the dominant man yeah definitely. so that journeying into BDSM there's still potentially she's still relatively young into the scene It's that's what it suggests to me yeah. Um, well, she's. I think she now. said she was young. She said twenty nine or twenty yeah. something. Yeah, and she yeah, twenty nine. Just yeah. the fact that she wanted to sit back and wait for him mm. to come forward. Come Insecurities. on, yeah, can't do that. That's a submissive. Yeah, yeah, it really is. No, so she's she clearly not take charge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I would say definitely go out there and find your dominant man. Yeah. Inside the lifestyle. Right. Not the foot fetish type. <laughs> exactly. Because next time he'll be wearing, maybe wearing your stockings. Yeah. <laughs> so true. All right, John. You want to tell us more? I'm 44. My husband is 47, and we've been together since I was 19. Married 20 years this summer. Overall, we've been very happily married with two teenagers. A couple years ago, perhaps, in a midlife crisis mode of sorts, I began feeling like he was not interested in me as much sexually and that I needed more attention, sexual in general. My husband tends to be very focused on his own things and his career foremost, but is loving and caring. Long story short, we decided to open our marriage with me as a hot wife. He was not interested in his own adventures. This worked fine for a while to respark our flame, but then we both lost interest. Move forward to just before the initial coronavirus lockdown, I met a friends with benefits partner whom I've been in love with ever since. I still deeply love my husband, but I think in some ways our relationship has morphed into a more of a familiar friend one. We have been very generous in accom- he has been very generous in accommodating me, but I'm afraid his one fear is opening our marriage is that I would fall for someone else. Has come true. He knows about Guy and has met him, but does not know the extent of my feelings. My mind says I should let Guy go, but my heart says follow my heart to be with Guy. I'm pretty sure Guy would go for it. And because husband and I do love each other and have pretty good communication and we'll put our children first, our children have said that they feel we're better alone with the, with them anyway, that a divorce, though painful, could work out for the best. I'm not being a spoiled, self-centered centered asshole. Oh, am I being a spoiled, self-centered asshole? Obviously, I need to talk with my husband and Guy but I'm just looking for someone outside to look in and tell me what they see. If I could, I'd like to be poly with my husband and guy, but I'm not sure that would sit well with either of them. 
Mm. Wow. Okay. Yeah. This one's going to get sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy seconds is more like it, but go ahead. <laughs> What's your take? I have an opinion. Oh, I've got some opinions. We all have some opinions, don't we? Well, they got married right out of high school, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. They were together since they were 19. Sure. They didn't know anybody else. Probably the only people that they've had sex with was each other. Yeah. He's not interested in anyone else. She is. So he's, you know, he's accommodating to that. And they need to have some type of adventure in their life. And if that's what they're comfortable with, that's great. The thing is, she found somebody, and now she's worried about all these other things, you know? I don't know the right answer. She doesn't give us enough information. Mm-hmm. We never would have enough information for the right answer. But not telling her husband that she has feelings for this guy, that's that's a problem, you know? Okay. Dragline? Do you, do you have any input on this one? I would just say they've, they've, they've been together that long. They're probably best friends today. So that sexual side has dwindled. But I think they need to be honest and open with each other. And maybe it's time to go their separate ways. Ooh, la la. <laughs> so my take is this. I've, I've seen this kind of firsthand mm-hmm. with people. And I think that what happens is she says one statement in this story. And she says... Um, he might go for it or he may go for it. Like if she wanted to leave her husband, so she doesn't even know if this guy is willing to accept her, you know, as a relationship. My thing of it is the husband at this point, he's in his latter forties. The reason why he's probably not so sexually inclined to, to do all that she wants to do is she's reached her, her sexual peak right now. She's at her sexual peak right at this moment and he is probably needing a little testosterone boost yeah you know a lot of men 40 and over they need some you know little testosterone possibly so that could be a factor the factor of what john says is the fact that they've been together all this time and they probably haven't been intimate with other people so she might just be in la la land yeah this guy makes her feel like great. An infatuation type thing. Exactly. Right. What happens when that fades out? Exactly. She, now you left your husband for something. Exactly. It's the lust. Yeah. Exactly. She's in lust with him. I think that's mm. that's really the point in the mm. story. And she doesn't see it. And I think she's been too naive, you know, all these years. And, you know, bottom line, if you truly love the person you're with, and it's like, to me... Yeah, she she answered her own question. I think she's being a selfish asshole. Right, because yeah. if the only if the only deciding factor in your entire marriage is what is sex, yeah, that's that you've got other issues. Got other issues, yeah. Exactly. But he's already welcomed in by this. What you were reading, he's already welcomed in a third person. Yeah, yeah. My husband already said it was okay. Yeah, yeah. Your so, best friends, you have kids together. Yeah. everything else is. If the marriage is great and the sex is the only issue and your husband's saying, yeah, you can go have sex with other people, so it's not an issue anymore. Yeah. So there's something, if she wants to leave her husband, there's something that she's leaving out. Yeah. Exactly. I, 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 I'd see there's a few holes in the story. Exactly. I'm not saying she's not, you know, maybe there's just some truth she needs to admit to herself. There you go. You don't walk away from there a great marriage. Just, just because, for some dick. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I'm not then saying the other guy's some dick. I mean, yeah. literally a dick. Literally a dick. Well, then yeah. you have permission to get anyway. So, what's the problem? Yeah. yeah. 
You know? Exactly. Maybe it's the dating side of it, that new, you know, that sort of honeymoon type stage. Yeah. It's all great. It's la, la, la. Go out and do that. But... Oh, you know what it is. What's that? Because I've been in this situation too. Yeah. She wants to bring the guy around her kids. Huh? She wants to bring, she wants the guy to meet her kids. Oh. That's what it you is. Think? As long as they're married, he can't, she can never bring him home. I'm in love with this guy. I want him to be part of my life. I want him to be part of my kids' lives, but I can't bring him home because my kids will know that I'm cheating on the dad. Mm. You yep. should look like she's, a big selfish slut. So she's yeah. trying to have a life. Two seconds. She's trying to have a cake and eat it too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Instead yeah. of just being happy with the situation, she wants to bring this guy home. But there'll yeah. be tears. Yeah. Because it's not going to end. Those stories we all know. Oh my God. They yeah. make Hollywood movies on them. <laughs> The truth. Hallmark channels. God. But no, that's not a happy ending. Yeah, it's not. But I've, you know, I was playing with a couple and they brought me home and I met their daughter. Their daughter was great. I love their daughter. But, you know, the daughter starts asking questions and then it's over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah it's n- don't mix the kids in with it. Don't yeah. do it. Crazy. All right. Here's the next one. I'm a male who lives alone. And over the last few lonely years... (laughs) (laughs) Where's my violin? It's so small. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, my God. He said he has found himself branching out from his heterosexual norm and enjoying watching gay porn and transsexual porn. Mm. In between girlfriends... He said he's also had a brief period where he used grinder and had a few oh. hookups with other men where we gave each other oral and he was a very eager bottom. He he's, likes it in the bottom. Yeah, he does. And mm, just no. <laughs> he says, does this make me bisexual or yeah. am I just horny? You're bisexual. <laughs> okay. Finish reading, then I'm going to answer that question. He says, I don't feel romantic feelings or attraction toward men. I don't enjoy kissing or being intimate with men. I love women with my heart and soul. I feel as though I'm only interested in men's sexual organs and the pleasure that can be derived from them. I enjoy gay porn and straight porn in a nearly equal measure at this point, but I can't tell if I'm just touch-starved, horny, and or need of a partner to align my energy with. Hmm. Gazed and confused. Gazed and confused. I love it. Okay. Here's the test to know if you're bisexual or not. Yes. Does your dick get hard when you play with another dick? Because if it does, you like dick. Yeah. But here's here's his real question. He's not he's not attracted to having a relationship with a man. So a lot of times when we talk about bisexual, we're talking about someone who would have a a relationship with a man or a woman, not just sex with a man or a woman. So I think that's what his real question is. He says he's attracted to the male genitalia. He he likes having sex with men, but he's not interested in having a relationship with a man. I I think that's the, the distinction he's trying to make. So, you know, I always have two conceptions about So he's... Bisexual, like, yeah, but not bi romantic. Okay, I like that. I like that, right? Bi romantic and bisexual. I can't right. is, that, is that it? Is now, yes, I just, it is now. just I like listen, it. Listen, it it's in 170 countries now. This is the power we have, we wield <laughs> I like on this podcast. Yeah. We just make shit up and people believe us. <laughs> no, but I 
I think you should make that a thing, bi-romantic and bisexual. I think that's a really kind of cool thing. You know, I've always said it's all about the dick, you know, with so many people. It really is. But then on the, the flip side, like John said, if he's, uh, you know, wants to be bi-romantic, <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that he's too scared to bring a man home to Because then it's self-admitting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just too gay for him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I went eight years without sex, and I never once thought, hey, maybe what? I go fuck a man then instead. <laughs> and you know how many men we've he's met? Been See, that's the other thing. You know how many times we've met men in this lifestyle, and it's like they have the thought of, you know, cross going over to, you know, trans or, you know, uh, the same sex because they don't have any game. You know, and he's like between two, between girlfriends. My ass, he's not bringing in women because he doesn't have any game. Right. right. If he loves women that much and he's, he's. Yeah. 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 Come on. He's lonely and horny. He talks about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what. I've you never had a dick. He's at home like his little willy. Exactly. I've never and had a dick in my mouth. It's never happened. I'm proud to say that yeah. of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? That kind of makes me happy as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have to worry about ever seeing a dick in my mouth. But like yeah. you said, John, you went, you were celibate for so long, you know. And the thing of it is, you didn't think you had game, you know, so long ago. I right? still don't think I have game. I know you always say that, but you don't realize that you know you're like a magnet. People are drawn to your spontaneity, and your fun, your charisma. You know, people the fire. It's they're like moths. It's like you turn on a light outside at night, and the moths come to the. Fl- the f- the light bulb. It's, that's what I do. I light myself on fire. And they're like, ooh, ah. And then they all go off with each other. <laughs> then they all go off with each other. And I'm just standing there with my fire. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but you know, this is how I'm so lonely. Right? So lonely. Body. <laughs> myself. We need it's, to find that It's song. okay. Yes. I don't need all the boss. I just need one butterfly. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, he's he's bi. He's not bi romantic. He's bisexual, which is fun because it's it's that is what bisexual is anyway. You don't have to be romantically connected. He said he eagerly bottomed. He liked getting fucked by a dude. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's horny. Yeah, well, he, he wants that by, by a you know. Like he should one. try that. He should, but he doesn't have game. You know, so he's not going to find a woman. He'd be like, oh, it's easier just to find a dude. You know, it's camaraderie. He's probably some gamer. Right? Yeah, he's like, don't have any game. We are so (laughs) judgmental. We are. Oh, my God. Let's not offend our gamers. I'm going to do Minecraft and like, ooh, I'm going to get fucked in the ass tonight. So many many people (laughs) at BDSM are gamers. It's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm in a chat group. I had 800 messages yesterday. I'm like, 800 messages in one day. I'm like, I'm turning this shit off. Because they were talking about... Dungeons and Dragons. I was gonna say D and D or they're not talking about BDSM. It's like why am I in a BDSM group that we never talk about BDSM? They yeah. get so excited about these games. Yeah, it makes you question like, oh yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just like reality. <laughs> and that's, that is the Dungeons and Dragons every day anyway. Especially hanging around here. <laughs> that's funny shit. Okay. The dragons that are downstairs. That's where we're taking people. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So you're gay. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us, John. I never thought I'd be in this position. I'm married and love my wife. She's in her 30s. A gorgeous woman at work who works in a separate department. 
same office building, struck up a conversation with me one day at an after work event, and she later added me on social media. I posted a photo one day, and she replied flirtatiously in my DMs. But she is also married, and I didn't think anything of it. She kept it up, and I barely responded. But then yesterday, she straight up propositioned me for sex. No strings, a safe one-time thing. I'm an average guy, and women haven't come on to me like this since I was in better shape in my late teens and early 20s. I don't think I'll get this opportunity again while I'm still young, and I don't want to give up. Give it up. I know my wife would never give me a pass 100%, but she, we barely have sex anymore post-kids. Is there any way I could do this, be happy it happened, and then move on? Or am I kidding myself? You're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. That's so unfaithful. You never shit at work for one. <laughs> right? <laughs> and if you're writing me. in for advice, you already feel guilty before you Fuck even yeah. did it. You say never like, shit how, how do I do this without feeling guilty? Please help. You dumbass, you don't do it. No. You go home and jack off and pretend that you did it. <laughs> right? Like everybody else. And then you do something really great for your wife so she wants to fuck you. Right. Yeah, if, you're, if your sex life at home is... And how old is he? Your wife is in He's your... He's 30s. Yeah. The 30s. Your, yeah. your wife is hitting her sexual peak. So you did something. You probably farted one day when you were having sex and never apologized. And maybe he doesn't know how to lick pussy. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably. You know, does he go down on her? Does he satisfy her? Is she now going like her? Is you know? Yeah. Do you shave down there? Has she got a mouthful of hair? Right. Every time you get, she gives you a blowjob. Right. Has it become like? Mm. Yeah. Have Is it talk, vanilla? Have you talked yeah. to your wife about it? What's going on? There you, you go. Know? Because there's, look, there's excitement there. He's looking for excitement. So find yeah. exci- excitement at home. Exactly. And the fact that somebody's flirting with him and offering, well, where's the loyalty? All of that. I right. Know. Flirt with your wife. Exactly. Just because you have a little dick and she doesn't want to touch it anymore doesn't mean you can't try. Well, it's a little dick with hair. <laughs> you know, and he's probably got his anus hair too. But I would say go, go on a date night. Give each other role play date night. Meet at the bar. Go as two different people. Right. Flirt. Pretend, you know, sit at opposite ends of the bar and try and go through date right. night things. You want to have sex with a stranger? Put a wig on. Yeah. Don't make your wife put a wig on. You pretend. You do it. Yeah. Little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to brag about my husband just for a minute. You I put a wig on this. for you? Yeah. <laughs> He's put on a silly wig for me before to be funny, like a headbanger. Oh, but, I bet um, that turned you off. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Hola. Hola. Um, but no, you know, he goes to work. He's wearing his, his sexy scrubs. And the fact that, you know, he always wears his hair slight, like slicked back and he wears great perfume, perfume cologne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, the thing of it is, he'll come home and he'll say, God, I was hit on so bad at work tonight. You know, it's funny and we laugh about it. And so something tells me. It's cute. It's cute, right? Something tells me if, if the guy who's who's written in basically his sex life sucks, then probably the rest of his marriage sucks, sucks. right? Like he's doing something wrong. Because, you know... There's something wrong, or, something you know... And, and the fact you're prepared to entertain, you know, there's some other kind of flirtatiousness. Exactly. You know, if you've got to have that open relationship. And you notice how he said, yeah, I'm married with my wife, and then there's this gorgeous woman at work. I'm like, motherfucker! Yeah, what are you trying to say? Your wife ain't gorgeous? Right! 
Is that yeah. Right? Like you married her. Look at your wife and maybe you need to man up a little bit. Exactly. And and your wife's no longer invisible in the house, maybe because you put her in an invisible place. And had fucking kids with her. Like she's the one who stretched out her vagina. Right. (laughs) She probably has stretch marks on her belly. All you needed to do was pump, 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 pump. You know, exactly. let it out, and then she did the next nine I months. Mean, exactly. It's probably one pump chump. <laughs> right? Boom, boom. Oh, oh boom. One oh. bum. Thank you, ma'am. You're pregnant. Okay. Yay. You know, maybe I can go fuck this bitch at work. Yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> but to be serious. Yes. yes. All right. <laughs> Okay, Dragon Lady. He's writing in for advice. He's writing us in. How to cheat on his wife and yes. get away with condone, it. We, I, I condone that. No. First of all, work. the fact that he's doing that says he's not ready to do that. No. He's not. Because we had a previous story who, I talked to my husband. We agreed that we're going to do try this other thing and I'm going to go have this sex with this other man. They had that conversation. Mm-hmm. She caught feelings. Was she ready? She obviously wasn't ready because she didn't know how to deal with the feelings afterward. This guy is not even ready to have a conversation with his wife right. about sex and about their sex life, let alone be able to handle the feelings that happen when he does this thing. Yeah. So the fact that he's writing in it all says he's not ready for anything like this. And if he was ready for something like this, he would be open and honest with his wife and they would do it together. Yeah. I agree. I think it's... Yeah. We all agree, John. So no, it won't work. (laughs) (laughs) We all agree. It's, It's a big fat no. Yes. All right. So until next time, make... I'm not cheating on my wife fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs>